0: What's up everybody? It's Sam and Paul. We are uh, on podcast row at StarCast right now, sitting right across from the Buffalo Wild Wings booth. Paul,
1: why would I mention that? Uh, because Buffalo Wild Wings is the sponsor of Podcast Row. That's right, the official sponsor. Yes, the official sponsor, and they're, they've really gone all out for this. Yeah, they, man. They've done a great job, and they're super helpful and accommodating, too.
0: They have been, and, you know, it's interesting because we actually got an interview from one of their managers at the Hoffman Estates store here, uh, Adrian, and we're going to play that for you here in just a bit. We talked a little wrestling. Uh, we talk some we, new Japan wrestling. We do, yeah. and we even talk about uh, the T-shirts that they've got. Going. Yeah,
1: which you'll have to listen to the interview. But they, I want one of the T-shirts. Yeah, and it's you know, it's, it's,
0: it's a quick interview we got with him. We also have uh, Benjamin Raven from Court of Nerds. Um, oh and and that's,
1: that's so, so Raven. Rave. Yeah, that's
0: great. <laughs> that is a great title. Uh, and
1: we then, actually had the pleasure of sitting with him last night at the Monday Night Board debate, which and he's a super cool guy. Absolutely. Super cool. Yeah.
0: And yeah, fun to have on, and we have a really good conversation with him. So we hope you enjoy that. And then we uh, wrap up actually with a very interesting, very different kind of interview, uh, Dave Perullo from Meet Chicago Northwest and yeah. they are kind of like the Tourism Hospitality
1: Bureau out here. Um, Unfortunately, I missed most of the interview because I had to go to the, the men's room and run up to the room. But that's all right. These things happen. These things do happen, but I was able to meet them after and they were, they were super nice. Dave and his partner, uh, Carlos. Carlos, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so we talked with them a little bit about what it meant to bring the event here and uh, you know, uh, also got their opinion on having like a rest of it because we know that some people you know might have a little hesitation about having like thousands wrestling fans to send on their community for a while so check that out and uh, see what you think about all that but we're going to be bringing you and dropping you a couple of other episodes like this throughout the day so we'll hope you give them a listen check it out feel like you're right here at Starcast. plus we mentioned some giveaways uh, that are happening so if you're in the area pay attention to those because you'll be able to come around maybe even score some all-in tickets if you don't have them maybe catch a free t-shirt from buffalo wild wings trust me when you hear what they're like, you're going to walk. Yeah, they
1: have some tickets for raffling off, and even like right next to us, who's the predetermined pro wrestling hangout, they're they're raffling off tickets for all-in. So if you're in the area and you hear this, you know, get over here.
0: Absolutely. You have a shot. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, check out these interviews, and uh, we will be back with you uh, a little bit later. All right, so we are here on Podcast Row hanging out. We have a very special guest the Buffalo Wild Wings, the sponsor of Podcast Row. First of all, thank you for that problem, thank you for
2: having me. Yeah, absolutely, uh, what's your name? My name's Adrian Ramirez, we're uh, representing the Buffalo Wild Wings in Hoffman States. As everybody knows, we're all in is, so we're excited to be here, being the sponsor of uh, Podcast Row. Awesome. Are you a wrestling fan? Huge huge wrestling fan, so uh, definitely been, you know, when I was a kid for the uh, you know Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior years, all totally. that stuff. Tuned out for a little bit, got back into it with the Attitude Era, NWO, and yeah, uh, and tuned out again for about 10 years. Uh,
1: we should point out that the people from Buffalo Wild Wings are wearing the blue shirts. Oh, yeah. And it's an NWO shirt but it's yellow blue, and it's new wing or, and the O is the Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Uh, How yeah. awesome They're awesome shirts. They are
2: awesome shirts. <laughs> so, so we've definitely got over because of those shirts. So, everybody's been complimenting us on it. And they gave us cosies here at the table with them. Yeah. So everybody's loving the logo, loving the tie-in. I think, uh, just being able to kind of, you know, wink in a nod to the wrestling fans that Buffalo Wild Wings knows what's going on. That's what we were trying to do. Nice. Are you guys
0: doing anything special, like, tonight, tomorrow at all at the restaurant? Or like... Yeah, so
2: tonight we're going to be doing a giveaway for some tickets to All In. Two tickets. Nice. At 10 o'clock. And then we'll be... Uh, uh, handing out some of these shirts that uh, you were just talking about. And uh, tomorrow, you know, just before or after the event, we're just ready to go. So uh, we're, we're primed and ready, Buffalo Wild Wings and the Estates. Awesome. Are you going to be at All In? I will be at All In. Yes! yes. <laughs> what match are you looking forward to the most? You know, uh, I'm just a huge uh, fan of Kenny Omega and um, and O'Connor. So, between those two matches, I mean, I'm, I'm just really, yeah, excited for the whole event.
0: So, Adrian, we're not only a wrestling podcast, but we are a New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast. Got it. So, you just mentioned two names that are right up our alley. Yep. So, I have to ask, have you been watching New Japan?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, so, I have the subscription to the, uh, to the uh, you know, New Japan thing. You know, you have to figure out, like, Japanese. Right. So have to figure <laughs> out how to log in. But, uh, no, I, I watch as much as I can, especially the bigger events. Hopefully, don't get spoiled on Twitter. Right, and then uh, just try to you know catch it as as quick as I can. So uh, you know I love those I love those shows. So a little bit different. I, I love up W too. You know, sure, so it's just um, uh, kind of refreshing to see something different, um, which makes this event great too. Absolutely, because you see so much from so many different like avenues and stuff. Uh, exactly, and just all the things that have been happening in the last couple of years. I think I saw. I really got into it. It was uh, when Jay.
1: We were talking to them about early earlier. It was like two years the, ago, right? That was the first time I watched Japanese wrestling, too. And I bought it on the paper per you want to win. like, you know, I hear about this. He was trying to get the watching forever. But it was hard. It wasn't that accessible. Yeah. They, you know, they made it so accessible. We were talking about Kevin Kelly last night. We were doing so much more now. with was, yeah. was
2: Exactly. Great. And it kind of hooked me in, because I think Stryker was, like, putting over uh, Shinsuke so much. Yeah. So I was like, and I'm watching, i was like, this guy's awesome. You know, I like, like, you know, his style and everything he was doing. I was like, this is the coolest thing that I've ever seen. So um, when he came to WWE, I kind of had that, you know, knowledge of who he was before. And it just, um, yeah, so I might be a little obsessed. No, hey, (laughs) you're you're at the right place, man, I promise you.
1: You're obsessed with Japanese wrestling.
2: <laughs> did you uh did you watch the G1? Uh, I watched uh I don't know if I was able to watch all the G1. Uh, was that wait, was that the one at the Compass?
0: Uh no, at uh, the, uh, the tournament The just tournament, just no, then I then did it. not. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, um honestly, like uh, I'm going to do some shameless self-promotion, but if you check out um uh, couple of episodes ago on the podcast, we actually do like a rundown of all of our favorite matches, cool. from we, matches, we, and it... We watched every match. <laughs> the too,
2: we really, It was overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, there's like nine. I get out of work
1: every day, i I gotta eat quick, because I got five matches to
0: It's overwhelming, overwhelming but, but it's, I mean, it's so much fun, it's just it's such an interesting time of year, because they're the only promotion that really does, I mean... There are a couple of other promotions that do similar tournaments, but they're really the one that just goes, I mean, all in, you know, going put a phrase on it, and it's it's incredible. And they've been doing it for, you know, 20 plus years, and and, uh, there's
2: just so much history there. Um, yeah, you say Omega and Okada are your favorites right now? Right now, yeah. I mean, it's just everything they do is very entertaining. And Okada, that dropkick, just everything. Yeah. Just, like, I, I love it. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Adrian. Really appreciate it. And uh, you. make sure to...
0: To anyone who's listening, make sure you check out uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Hoffman Estates or wherever you are located. Yeah,
1: they were They, um, you know, they put their money yeah, behind, yeah, behind yeah, us in it to It's to So yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to kick this episode out early so we can get a plug-in for them, especially for the All-In ticket giveaway tonight, uh, and come party with them tomorrow for All-In. Are we All-In any of the
1: Buffalo We've heard a rumor.
2: No, we were. You know, we were trying to think about doing that, and you know, I was able to convince. Uh, you know, our company to try to do this and then to kind of alienate some of our college football fans too during that time, I was like, I don't know and there is a streaming event here that, too
1: I am hopeful, I'm so excited to see this, but yet I'm hopeful because I don't care to the last time didn't watch the Notre Dame game live. Exactly. That's at
2: 8 o'clock yep. tomorrow night I'm like, so we're gonna have all those people coming. Hopefully, after all those all-in people yeah. come. So it was tough. I wanted to do it though. <laughs> but they're, they're gonna have it on here. Yes, and that was the other part too. Awesome, man! Thank you so
0: much. Yeah, awesome. thanks Thank you for guys. joining us, man. I really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. And hey, well, we'll talk to you again. Yeah. Awesome. We're here all day.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely. Uh, I gotta check. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks oh, you so much, back. man. Right, that was Adrian from Buffalo Wild Wings. We can't thank him enough. Uh, our next interview is actually with Benjamin Raven. He's uh, from the Court of Nerds podcast, and that's so brave. I want to go get one of those shirts. I don't know if they have like large, <laughs> fat.
0: Are you kidding me? We're at a wrestling convention. This is true.
1: I'm not nearly <laughs> the biggest guy here.
0: Um, yeah, no, this is just—I mean—so much fun. I mean, we're we're only like an hour and a half in, and already we're having the such theater, a blast. We started at 10 a.m.
1: officially, each, uh, Central Time. It's only
0: 11:22. Right. I mean, that's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um,
1: you can't describe too the amount of foot traffic. It's going by. There. This is more-
0: I know. I mean, there's so many people, so many fans. You see people picking up merch. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've got the podcast movement, Westwood One Studio, which is where a lot of the noise is bleeding over right yeah, now. Which we will be um, we
1: will be there tomorrow. Um, we will well indeed. In Central yeah. um,
0: which we're really looking forward to that. Uh, they've been having talent hop in and out. Blue Meanie, James Storm. I'm not even sure who's over there right now. Yeah, yeah, they've had somebody up there with them all the time, which is awesome, you know, we're really uh, looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> Our buddy, going going up on? the Court of Nerds is here. Court
0: of Nerds, School. yeah, down, have a seat, man. We are uh, we're hanging out. We've been talking a little New Japan. We just, we just talked to somebody
3: from Buffalo Wild Wings. Awesome. It's all happening, man. Yeah, that's it's right. Nice I got to my table this morning. and Colt Cabana was there waiting for me. How so. awesome is that? <laughs> yeah. all right. Oh, hey, Colt. Uh, great. great. Welcome back to court. Uh, <laughs>
0: did, did you hear about his, uh, his catch? His game of catch last night with MJF? I did not apparently at the A.A.W. show last night uh, because there is a a bit of a resemblance between the two. Uh, They did a a sort of a father-son gimmick uh, and had a lot of fun with that so they went out to play catch and I guess MJF... uh, he can't really throw a ball very well. Oh, that's awesome. So Colt had to teach him how to throw the ball. Then apparently MJF low-blowed him, rolled him up, held the tights for the pin. What more can you ask for? Oh, that's <laughs> so
3: perfect. I love this weekend. So, yeah, what's been your favorite part so far? Um, Man, the Monday Night Wars debate. We sat next to each other yeah. for that. That was fantastic. We didn't really talk about that last night, but that was like an 83-week something to wrestle live with a little twist. It really was, and I
0: was surprised they covered a
3: hell of a lot of ground. Yeah, I know. Like, it's so different for them, but they like opened it up on just a broad topic and just covered as much as they humanly could.
0: Yeah, it was. Hilarious. It was. So let's, you know what? Let's do a little post mortem about that real quick because I had there was one thing in particular that pissed yeah, me off. The same
1: thing pissed me off because they looked right at each other. The cruiserweight comedy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bruce Prichard <laughs> talks about WCW's cruiserweight division being a train wreck and that he and Vince didn't think much of it, but then they went and they did
3: their life. Hey, what matches was he watching? Right? What was he watching? Yeah, like, I mean, it's like the best part of yeah, uh, Easily yeah. the yeah. best part was Rey Mysterio, Sakai, Sakosis, New Vintage Guerrero, etc., cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jericho, uh, Jericho, Malenko, yeah, Jericho. and so, Jericho, Malenko feud—that yeah. that was one of the best. Legendary, did, yeah. yeah. When, when Malenko unmasked a <laughs> yeah, oh my, exactly.
3: I don't know. That—that that made me boil a little too. I'm like, what are you? About, there was, you guys are obviously paying attention to it when you brought talk about it, right? And when he was trying to say that ECW was
1: nothing, and then I wanted to ask,
3: him, if it was
1: such shit. Why did you bring it
3: up? Yeah, and I, I got heated when they just dismissed all those guys. It's, oh, they just had stops for coffee in ECW. I'm like, are you kidding me? Rey Mysterio had legendary matches in ECW. Uh, mean my
0: God! Their match their series matches alone was, you know, is no. But yeah, it was very interesting. But I will say, in spite of that, yep. I did kind of walk away with a, a new respect for Pritchard. Yeah, because he, you know, he really did handle himself very well. Not that Bischoff didn't. Bischoff was great too. But I've kind of always been like, I like Bischoff. Whatever, it's cool. But like Pritchard. I, 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 you know, Paul can tell you. There have been some times when I've been like, "God, fuck that guy."
2: <laughs> but after
3: last night, I'm like, "All right, Bruce, I get it. I'm I'm on board, man." Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just very naturally entertaining and a great storyteller. Do you think? Do you? I'm assuming that you you listen to and watch something to wrestle. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that there's a difference though? Can you tell when he's bullshit and when he's not? Yeah. His. He always grins when he's bullshit. You he can't hide that grin. It's yeah. like a little side grin. <laughs> so The FDM chance. He's grinning the whole time. Which, okay, which, which, let's break. You brought that up. What, what is your take on Dave Meltzer? Dave Meltzer, take him for what you will. I mean, the star rating is his rating system, but I hate people that dismiss a star rating system. It's a form of entertainment. You rate TVs. You rate movies. We should rate wrestling matches. It's a performance art. And you don't have
1: to agree with me. You don't have to agree. It's yeah. a basis. And there's a in... no reason it's been around for over 30. Exactly. And people will blow it off like it's nothing, but then in the same day, we'll talk about what matches. match does. Yes. Exactly.
0: And the thing is, it's like Meltzer didn't even create it. Like, Cornette, you know, one of Cornette's buddies came up with the whole
3: thing. It's unbelievable. Dave Meltzer, he has added a layer to professional wrestling that gets overlooked. Whether you agree with him, disagree with him, hate him, love him, he has added a form of entertainment to wrestling for three decades. Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's incredible. I mean, I honestly think that a lot of us would not be doing what we're doing now not necessarily because of a direct influence, but at least indirectly, some sort of
3: influence over what he's been doing with the wrestling observer for over 30 years. Exactly. He was the guy that made it cool to talk about wrestling. Absolutely. For us, at least. And to take it seriously. Yes, you as, know, as a performance art. Right. Something that should be rated. A lot of those guys
1: were mad at him because stuff would get up Well, he wasn't just making it up. He was getting it from somewhere. He was a terrible
3: yeah, and I'm I'm a journalist in real life. My day job. Right. I'm a national news journalist. I cover the auto industry. You get fed stuff that turns out to be inaccurate sometimes. That doesn't make you a liar. That just means that somebody sold you a message for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's so fascinating because like
0: uh, I, I try to, you know, Paul, I talk about this all the time. I try to take what we do seriously and professionally. And like even in his example, when the the Jim Neihart news broke. I couldn't find, you know, two separate sources... And so I would not tweet yeah. out a tweet. I was just like, I'm not doing it. I know that sounds crazy. I know we're just this you know, this silly fan podcast, but I'm not going to put out this big tweet about Nightheart dying. Because... And the other thing is, too, is I couldn't help but think, like, does, does Natalia even know yet? Exactly. Like, all you people are fucking tweeting all this shit, and maybe she doesn't even know, you
3: know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of, because I reported it on that day, and my boss is like, get that up, get that up for my day job. And I'm like, there's one Twitter source right now. Right. I'm not running with that yet. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: If you know something like that, WWE is going to put
3: on a pressure. Exactly. Within 30 minutes, probably. Mm-hmm. Especially for someone like Jim Knight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, going back to we, Meltzer. We're not going to talk about what they did later that evening. Well, uh, yeah, no.
1: <laughs>
3: I, I do
0: want to go back to Meltzer real quick. I want to ask you... Um, so obviously he's had he, he's had a little bit of controversy recently, and I don't necessarily want to go into all that because that's a discussion that could take hours, and has, as far as I'm concerned, societal and cultural you know elements of it that, that we could dissect and unpack for a long time. Absolutely. That said, in some of the fallout that happened afterwards, I saw some comments not just like dismissing the rating system or being like "fuck Dave Belzer, but saying that he wasn't relevant. And it's like, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard.
3: Like, he is absolutely relevant to the wrestling business. I still, when there's like a crazy good match or a pay-per-view, I still search, uh, and Meltzer before. give that. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, uh, everybody does. And we are like, how about how text Texto? He put out the rating, in
3: general division. I'm dying
1: to know what he <laughs> Sometimes it's not even like uh, the argument. I'm
0: just dying to see what he does.
3: Yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. Like I said, I feel that he is just an added layer. And Conrad defends him in that He has added a form of entertainment to something I love and follow so much. Absolutely. Take him for what you will, it's your personal opinion, but to dismiss him as being a liar or irrelevant. Here's the thing, too.
1: You'll have Bischoff and Pritchard, okay? He he gave out information that was behind the scenes. And then they'll show up at a convention and talk about things themselves and have behind the scenes.
3: Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly.
1: (laughs) <laughs> they do not like him because it
3: made their job more difficult by trying to keep angles on the ring. Exactly, right. I mean, it's understandable why they don't like him. Well, sure. don't dismiss him as a liar and be irrelevant. The guy, yeah. And I do feel like, in, in, in my opinion, over the past twenty years, just the evolution of the
0: business in particular, that his his level of reporting has changed too, yeah. and has absolutely become more you know editorial based and 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 on also trying to do fact finding and present you know like financials and that sort of stuff in a way that he's always kind of done, but it's not. It doesn't feel like. Feel like a dirt sheet anymore. No. It feels
3: like a newsletter. Yeah, he, he changes. I, I think he really reacts well to what his audience responds to over the years. Like, he's really adapted to the way that Twitter, I'm on media, and so I mean, think about the original newsletter to where we are now. Right? I mean, that's an adapt and survive kind of guy right there, and I hope he keeps going, like him or not. I think so.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine he wouldn't. It's exactly a passion. That. You know, the other thing is that. Uh, I feel like we should just touch on real quick. It's not just that he covers wrestling, but there's a lot of MMA content these days as yeah. well. are you an MMA fan?
3: I am, yeah. And uh, I think it's that's kind of perfect to say that Adapt and Survive. Like, he added the MMA layer to his site and his publication. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and he's ahead of the curve on Smart. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, too, because I don't necessarily
3: follow, like, I take it back. I don't watch a lot of MMA these days, but I'm able to follow it. Because of the observer. That's me. Yeah. If they're hyping something up to watch, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: But oh, that. Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll buy like, a fight if Connor McGregor's on. So, yes. There's been times where I'm sitting there and I'll just tweet about something, and something he'll say will beat my I just got worked
3: into buying this paper. Agreed. Awesome. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about your podcast and what you got going on, man. Awesome. I am with the Court of Nerds. Uh, I'm Benjamin Raven. The wrestling show is called That's So Raven. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I sing my I own love theme it. song over the raven Simone theme song.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I cover... Don't tell uh, Disney. Okay. Yeah, don't <laughs> tell Disney.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I cover a little bit of everything, um... I actually, uh, for those following along, I started actually training with Scott Demore and uh, those guys in Border City about a month and a half ago? So I'm hopping in the ring too and stuff. So that's awesome. I'll start diarying that when it starts hopping up. But yeah, we're we're a new source. We do some opinion stuff. I got a uh, I'm a day journalist. My co-host Drew McCarthy, is an ESPN radio host. So we're kind of using our day jobs to kind of connect with something we love so much. That's fantastic. Been at it for awesome. a couple years. Yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's so cool, man. And and you're gonna be around. Uh,
3: on podcast road today. Yep. And then what do you got going on tomorrow? We are going to be here tomorrow. I am in Sammy Callahan's Nintendo sixty four tournament. I bought my way into that. Absolutely fantastic. Been practicing back in the hotel room. Brought the sixty four with me. I'm ready. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, and then the All In Show. Yeah. Tomorrow. Which match are you most excited for? Kenny and Penta. All right. It's the
1: third person in a row said that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Never thought I'd see that. Or in America. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. are staff, I mean, they're all good. Oh yeah, really I'm not complaining about that card at not all. That, no, but that no, match no. is the one that made my eyes light up. Have, like you, have you seen that? you seen Penta live before? No, I have not. Oh man, okay. So one of the best things about living in Chicago is being able to go to
0: like AAW shows because they bring in so much top tier talent. So I've gotten to see Penta numerous times. I saw Penta in a match with... I know he's kind of an unpopular name from time to time, but we talk about him because we're New Japan for a wrestling podcast. Have a blow-away fucking match with Michael Elgin. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. And this is probably over a year ago now. Um, but even recently, I mean, stuff I've seen him do, and uh, um, obviously all the stuff on Lucha Underground. So I, I think that's, that is is definitely a match worth being hyped up for, without a yes. doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I know,
1: I, now we're in agreement with our people. We're not We both kind of... Cody Nick all this. Mean, just emotionally. Yeah, emotionally uh, it his father one, and it's like, it's like the same belt. He's doing, he's doing title,
3: and it's such just, an important wrestling story. Yeah. It really is, and it, it, it's, it's one of those full circle things at this event, too. The connection with Cody and Dusty and the NWA championship. I mean, if you can make NWA relevant in 2018, you know what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: I can't remember saying it um, the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, what, a, what a, very, a good idea, too. What, how big is this for the NWA? Oh. The overall title is going to be... And you figure, in Cody Rhodes, you can see the lead take because we're a lot of teams. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that seems to be the new thing, too. Impact, modern, you've people in Austin Aries doing something up up. Right. Yeah, Tajik Isamori is in Japan. It's going to here, all that. It, it seems like, all of a sudden, these companies are banding together
0: Yep. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And, and I think that it's really cool to see because there was definitely a time when I don't think, A, a show like this wouldn't have been possible. And B, that to, to have the NWA title basically be like a touring title again, like a legit touring title, not just something that gets featured in like, you know, NWA Hollywood or, or wherever it is at the time, but it's is actually going
3: around the world again. It,
1: it's kind of special. Have you seen any of the YouTube technology?
3: Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, Yeah, the most recent one was really fantastic, yeah. Cody said they told him to sit down in his hotel room before watching that one. It was kind of connecting it back to Dusty and stuff. Reality versus Dream, I think they called it. What a great job on that match and that story. And the whole Flip Gordon aspect. I mean, there are so many layers to this show that they've just made a story out of one show. Yeah. Absolutely. And and with
0: all the supporting material from whether it's being the elite or, or you know, the 10 pounds of gold or, you know, even doing like the... Uh, they
1: ran out the, the second YouTube series.
0: Of, uh, oh, like yeah, the, the uh, All,
1: um, all, all us. us. Yeah, All yeah. Us,
0: yeah. It's been it's pretty incredible to see that kind of storytelling. And the thing that I love most about it is it feels like it's passionate, there's intent behind it, there's a weight to it. Yep. It's the type of storytelling that we get so little of. From a lot of other promotions, yeah. unfortunately.
1: If you take an event like this. The it was done. They could have sat down and just booked it in one hour. and said What are some matches we could throw together? And they didn't. They sure. did do it. Didn't it no. Like there's a reason these matches are taking place. They built some stories behind them. I mean, if they just throw matches together, people still would care.
0: Oh, 100%. yeah. 100
3: yeah. Especially with the talent.
1: Uh, like the events will not we do matches. Exactly.
3: <laughs> I know, and I was so scared they were just going to make a show up with no card. Right. <laughs> they, t- they touted that. I was like, oh, are they really going to do that? Yeah. Like, we Just show up and not know what's happening. <laughs> that would have been genius. I mean, I'm expecting there's got to be at least a couple surprises tomorrow, Yeah. Anything you want to predict? We've been crazy that somebody's going to pop out of that bear costume in the NWA title match, I think, and one of my guys is saying CM Punk and I'm like I think he does. he's not no, doing it no, I'm like no, it's yeah. going to be Flip Gordon yeah I think you're
1: <laughs> right uh, we were thinking that or I could see Flip because we watched the media they were driving Chico I
3: could see Flip waiting the battle Royal. so it would be so awesome.
1: and we wouldn't be first shooting if we could see Neville. yeah
3: exactly
0: my my out there my out there thing which I I want to go on the record saying I don't actually think it's going to happen but I do think that the realm of possibility exists for a number of reasons. I would not be shocked. I would pop out of my seat, but I would not be shocked if Kevin Steen showed up oh, at this show.
1: To really go up the angle the quit,
0: right? Because here's the thing: they put him in the alumni section on the website. He's dark on his Twitter, and 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 he knows all these guys. He's friends with these guys. Yep. And in addition to that, there's you know, there's that story about how Jericho told Vince about the show, and Vince was like, oh, they should have talked to me. I would have loved it. And, and so it's like if there was one guy that they would do that with, I feel like it would be him. Because it
1: coincidental that he's Just say it. If you really want you to i the crazy I
3: don't think you're too crazy. If you
1: really want to sell the angle, then
3: Way to do it, right.
1: they gone, 100%. They might have learned too, because
0: that's what they should have
1: done when was putting with the belt. Oh, have had, had him, him on Ring of Honor.
0: He wanted to, like that was his original idea. Was like I need to go and do this. Well, at a place. that and
1: had him go other for, like three or four months, and then came back and, all
3: and massive. massive. Yeah, I
1: massive.
3: Just about two weeks later, like, yeah And then Triple the, H yeah. oh, <laughs> God. oh man. Uh, all right, well, I'll tell you what,
0: Benjamin. We're, yep. we're going to cut this one off right now. Yep. Mainly because I want to be able to get this episode out now. Awesome. So everybody can listen to it. And uh, we really thank you for dropping by, man. And everybody should listen to the Court of Nerds. Uh, it's a great show, and, and we're having a great time here. Uh, that's so brave, That's so brave. That's a beautiful <laughs> thing. That's awesome. right. Thank
3: you so much. I really appreciate it. Please do. Yeah, we'll See. definitely talk
1: to you soon.
0: All right, you just heard from Benjamin Raven from Court of Nerds, and that's so braven. Uh, super thrilled to have him on, actually. That was a really great conversation. We'd love to do it again sometime, so hopefully we'll be able to do something like that in the future, a little crossover. Uh, next up is Dave Perulo from Meet Chicago Northwest. Like I said, kind of a different sort of interesting interview, but we you know, we saw him standing there. He was taking a picture of us. and so was like, why the hell not? Let's do it. Um, also exciting, we've got Jeff Cobb. We're not going to do it on this episode. We'll do it in its own episode, because we talked to him for a little over 20 minutes. There were special guest appearances by both ACH and Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah, do say
1: special. Yes, just, oh yeah, they, they were can, special. Can, yeah, it
0: was special. Um, but uh, yeah, take a take a listen to Dave, and then uh, we'll come back for a quick wrap up. But uh, yeah, we're having a great time here at Starcast. All right, hello everybody. I am here with Dave Parillo from Parulo, excuse me, from uh, Meet Chicago Northwest. Uh, Dave, why don't
4: you talk a little bit about what you guys do? Cool. Uh, sound is like. Uh, would like to have you here, and uh, BeachCon Northwest is the official convention and visitors bureau for the northwest suburbs. Uh, uh, we're based here in Schomburg, Schaumburg being our largest community. Our job is to market and sell the region uh, to visitors of all types and groups, and we're really excited that the StarCast group has chosen to make a home here in Schaumburg for the weekend uh, here at the Higher Regency.
0: Awesome, awesome. So uh, what has been your involvement as far as helping to kind of put things together and and, and that sort of thing? Well, I really want to give
4: a shout out to one of our team members, our our account executive, Carlos Uh, actually has been working hand in hand with this group. Uh, our, we do multiple things. First, we we're here to help, help the customers, whoever they are, uh, to meet, to meet our other customers, meaning like the hotels, to find the location initially. Once that's going, uh, and then the contract is signed and these, and StarCast is coming here, our job then really becomes to help with local promotion, uh, to let folks know what's happening. Also to, uh, to bring experiences to the visitors here, so we got uh, we got several thousand folks visiting this weekend, and uh, they're probably going to spend most of their time here meeting and greeting uh, uh, the celebrities. But also, they're going to go probably across the street and, and go out to, to dine at our over four hundred restaurants. Woodfield Mall is we're looking at it. Uh, it's also a busy weekend here in Schaumburg. We have a, a large community festival called September Fest, so probably folks are going to be hitting that. And, uh, um, it's a very busy weekend, right? so i are all the way around.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That's very cool. So I have to ask just because, in, in my experience and having spoken with a couple of other like wrestling promoters and that sort of thing, was there any hesitation on your guys' part to work with an event that is connected to professional wrestling? Oh no! I'm
4: mean, absolutely not. I mean, this is this is uh, our job is to be to meet and greet and to be hospitable to tourists. So uh, we the very interesting part about being in tourism promotion and convention services is that you get to shift gears and shift gears a lot. So one sure. time we may be working with some folks like uh, you know. You know wrestling group, and next week we're going to be working with a medical group, and a week after that, we're going to be working with a group of, like, friends of Persian culture, so it's it's hugely exciting, and we get to meet lots of different folks, and, um, hey, that's why they built these buildings in the first place. Absolutely,
0: that's very good to hear. Because, like I said, I have had a couple of conversations, you know, with a, with a wrestling promoter who shall remain unnamed. But even in the Chicago area, who's had a little bit of difficulty, like we are working with people at times. So that's really nice to hear, especially because I mean, we're obviously such huge fans. Um, so, a- as far as what else is going on in the area, where you know, where can people go? Where should people you know check things out to know exactly what's happening and what you guys are doing?
4: Sure. Well, uh firstly when you want to go to the Starcast website. Absolutely. Uh, we're saying- don't have the to top my head starcast.com super easy. <laughs> uh, second place to go, chicagonorthwest.com, which is actually a tourism website for, for, the, for the region. There, they can find places to go eat, they can find they can find events that are lined up here in the weekend. Um, but you know, the easiest thing to do with this is we are hugely accessible to the world, We're right? We got direct exit right off here. Of, uh, Illinois 53 and i 2- 90. Parking's free everywhere. Come on out, drive around, go across the street to Woodfield Mall and visit the new part in the dining pavilion. Uh, lots and lots of things.
0: The mall's great. I love Schallberg. I Actually, I live in Chicago, in the city, but my wife and I, especially right before we got married, we spent a lot of time out here, mainly because this is where I got my tuxedo. Oh, not right. Yeah. So, no, we, we, we love it out here, but uh, thank you so much, Dave. We really appreciate you stopping by, talking with us. Um, you know, with an event of this nature, there's so much that goes into it, and to be able to talk to the people that really kind of help shepherd it along in this specific location and make that all work is really cool. Well, it's just disappointing nobody
4: showed up today. You know what I mean It's just like. It's just like <laughs> No, it's like crickets it's in like here. Crickets, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, for those who you listening, it is absolutely jumping here, and uh, we got lot, lots of folks with t-shirts, lots of lot, lots of different vendors. I see. Uh, yeah. Just saw someone getting a tattoo a few minutes ago. So how <laughs> crazy is that? Yeah,
0: so, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool very much fun. Absolutely, yeah, and I mean, there's going to be, like you said, thousands of people that come through here over the next couple of days, and, you know, starting yesterday, so it's uh, it's pretty incredible, and, and I know that we're grateful, because it's just been a super experience so far, and, and we're really looking forward to the rest of it, so.
4: Yeah, and then there's, the of what's down the road all ends happening tomorrow, so Yeah, I mean, a big it's, it's,
0: it's a big drive, That's it's a big
4: complimentary event that's happening, so.
0: Absolutely, and we will definitely be there, we can't wait for that, and uh, I think that, you know, it's been great to see all of the different people that have come to the area for the event I mean I, I know that there's a lot of local people here obviously but I I know based off of ticket sales for all in that the majority of those ticket sales were out of town you know people coming from as far as like the UK and Japan and I mean so there's
4: international travelers national travelers it's it's pretty incredible no it's the international market is hugely important for Chicago and the Chicago Northwest suburbs. But to give you an idea about how many people visit uh, the city of Chicago, uh, we just talked to 55 million visitors to the city itself uh, this past year. And our goal was to grow that number from like 40, uh, 45 or 45 million. So there's been like a 10 million visitor goal increase just to the city of Chicago. Wow. Wow. Think what that means for us. Well, yeah, think, but think what it means for for this event too. Absolutely. i you know, obviously,
0: I, I'm biased because I, I live here. But for me, when they announced the location, even before they announced it, I, I was I was sure that this would end up being the location because it just felt like the perfect place. You know, this this area, the Chicago metro area, that you know, in Schaumburg, even. I mean, it's so accessible, so easy to get to for so many people, whether you live in the United States or not. And I, I'm just so excited to the tap happened here. And it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like your guys' investment, you, you know, in it, it, it is, is real and honest, and I really appreciate that.
4: You know, Chicago is a great destination, and I don't want to ding with Chicago. But I, <laughs> I, will, I will point out, you can <laughs> fly to O'Hare Airport and be a guest out here in the northwest suburbs. You can arrive at O'Hare and be here, check in, have a drink in the bar before you're downtown. So, huge
0: This is true.
4: <laughs> huge necessity.
0: As, as someone who drove to and from the airport yesterday to pick up my co host, I can, I can, this, this I, is very true. I can tell
1: you from somebody that doesn't live here, I love Chicago. And like, I was telling people when right, I, like, back home, I'm going to Chicago, and people say, oh, God, I'm just, I love like, well going out. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's
4: a, it is a great city. But it's
0: so cool, yeah. It's so cool to be here and, and really appreciate the hospitality that we've
4: seen so far. So. Well, I mean, you're a Chicago guy, too. But, you know, I actually grew up in Pennsylvania and in the hospitality industry, uh, Western PA. Okay, I, I'm from East County, East, right? Yeah, I'm from uh, halfway between Pittsburgh and Erie. Okay. But uh, there's something about the Midwest uh, welcoming uh, personality. So, you know... Midwestern people, the folks are here, are, are very hospitable, very welcoming, and I think that uh, I think that says a lot for us in the hotel industry. Like. Absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt.
0: Well, Dave, thank you so much again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Carlos, thank you as well for coming over, taking a picture, saying hi. It's,
4: it's great, yeah. And uh, thank you. <laughs> we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, all right? It's great, great, great chatting with you, and have a great weekend. Thank you so much.
0: All right, so that was Dave Perulo uh, from Meet Chicago Northwest. They've been a huge help to getting StarCast organized. Paul, how do you think they
1: did? Oh, they did a great job, and I wish I would have been able to tell them, but <laughs> I missed part. No, they did a great job. I mean, I, I don't think we can adequately do a job. Is just talking, how many people are here, and how what a great vibe it is with this crowd, and how great the whole situation is. Absolutely, it's, it's awesome.
0: So, I, yeah, I got to say, if you, you know, if you're here, um, then, then by all means, you know, stop by the table. If you're not here, we hope you're listening. We hope you're tuning in on Fight TV to see Starcast on Fight. Uh, obviously, All In is tomorrow night, um, and and we'll be back at you, I'm sure, uh, again later today. But we're going to throw this out there now, and uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy. And also, we have a very special bonus uh, after this. You can hear uh, from fan Clifton Grooms. Uh, he uh, hit us up at the table. We said, you know, sit down. Let's have a good time. So, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this quick quick little burst from StarCast. Uh, but we'll be back at you later. We're going to have Jeff Cobb uh, and hopefully some other special big names as well. Uh, we've got some stuff in the works for sure. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. It's really an awesome time here. And uh, like I said, if you can't be here, we hope we're bringing you a part of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we've got some bonus content here for you. We're actually here with a listener right now, Clifton Grooms. Clifton, say hello, man. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So, uh, how have you been enjoying your StarCast experience so far? Man, this is just absolutely amazing. You know, everybody went out and did themselves on this. This is absolutely
1: spectacular. Well,
0: have you ever done anything like this before? Anything like WrestleCons or Access of Manias? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I did Access a couple of years ago. That was my very first um, WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, but you be honest with it, it can't beat this. That's awesome to hear. That is so cool to hear. What's been your favorite part so far? I mean, just the um, the interaction with the with the um, wrestlers and the um, just seeing everybody out here. You know, you know everybody out here that has a wrestling shirt on or a Bullet Club shirt or you know. It's whatever know, it's a cool
1: vibe. You know, it's it's almost like we're like family here. Oh yeah, it's a bunch of like-minded, like kindred spirits. Here. Yeah.
0: It's you just you, yeah, you can feel very comfortable. You know, there's no like there's no putting on airs. You're just having a good time, having conversations, saying hi to the talent that walks by, and yeah, it's it's been really cool. Right. Oh yeah, who's your uh, who's your favorite uh, uh, meet and greet that you've done so far? Um, probably would have to be Cody and the Bucks. Nice. Either them or um, Scott Snyder was really cool too. I really like Big Papa Pup. He was one album and one to me for let's say about twenty years now. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, are you going to the show tomorrow night? Oh
1: yeah, I'm all in. We're asking everybody. I don't, it's a stack card, and I can't wait to see all the matches. What's the one match that you're looking forward to the most? <gasps> Oh, man, you know what? That's actually kind of hard. I you know. But, you know <laughs> That's why we asked him. I want to see um, Janella Hangman, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. The Chicago Street fight. Um, the Kenny and Pentagon's going to tear their house down. Yeah. I think Cody and Aldous is going to tear their house down. But got one, a, one, one match. Yeah. Now, I'm really looking forward to the most. I'm a fan of the Bucks. You know, I'm a fan of these yeah. crazy six-man tags. And um, yeah.
0: the Bucks and Coda against um, Bandito, Ray, and Phoenix.
1: That's going to be the match that I'm most looking forward to. Basically, is we're asking people now. We had, we had a stretch heard where everybody was saying Kenny and Pentagon, but we've heard Cody and Owens. So yep. We've heard Marty and O'Connor. Yep. We've heard, Marty and O'Connor. Yep. We've heard... I forgot it. about Hardy and O'Connor just now.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. I, I think that we're very very lucky uh, to have a card like this to say the least. So. Um, yeah, no, I um, tell you what, though, for some of those people that haven't seen Bandito yet, he is absolutely amazing. Okay, he is. He is absolutely amazing, and he's one that you definitely, if you don't know who he is, you're going to know who he is by tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Clifton, thank you so much for dropping by, man. We're here all day, so if you want to stop by again or whatever, please feel free, okay? Okay,
1: absolutely. Thank all you, right. man. Yeah,
3: absolutely.